NetCredit is here to say yes, because you're more than a credit score. Apply in minutes and get a decision as soon as the same day. Loans offered by NetCredit or lending partner banks and serviced by NetCredit. Application subject to review and approval. Learn more at netcredit.com slash partners. NetCredit. Credit to the people. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Grammar Girl here. Today, we're going to tackle two of the scariest things you may ever be asked to do, writing and delivering a speech. To help your next presentation go well, guest writer Erica Enoch has pulled together the following tips. First, keep it short. Abraham Lincoln's Gettysburg Address is one of the most famous speeches in history, and it's just 10 sentences long. Of course, not every presenter can be as brief as Lincoln, and a two-minute speech wouldn't be appropriate if you've been asked to fill half an hour. Don't cut yourself short, but do fill your time with relevant material that will keep your audience interested. Second, take control of your listeners' expectations. A strong introduction is important, whether you're writing or speaking, but it takes a lot longer to listen to a speech than to read an article, and it'll help your audience commit to your presentation if you start by telling them why it's important. For example, we're going to spend the next 30 minutes talking about the zombie apocalypse, because if you're prepared for zombies, you're prepared for anything. It also helps to include an interesting anecdote or question to hook them. Like, did you know that FEMA recently released tips on how to survive a zombie apocalypse? It's true. Also, remember that your presentation begins as soon as you take the podium. Don't spend 10 minutes thanking everyone in the room before you get to the meat of your piece. A brief thank you is fine. Third, keep your listeners hooked throughout your speech by crafting your sentences in a way that grabs them at the beginning. Start your sentences with the most important information. Imagine Darth Vader telling Luke Skywalker, A long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away, I had a son, and it was you. Putting the main subject and the main verb first in the sentence makes it far more interesting. I am your father. Fourth, to help your audience walk away satisfied, finish by reminding them of what they've learned, and if appropriate, what you want them to do next. Zombies may not be lurking outside your door right now, but you never know when a disaster will strike. Build an emergency kit, make a plan with your family, and be ready to run if your neighbors come looking for brains. Fifth, write an outline, but don't stop there. An outline can be a great tool to help you organize your thoughts, but it's no substitute for a polished presentation. Unless you're an incredibly gifted speaker with lots of experience, it's usually better to write out exactly what you're going to say. The professionals, politicians, and actors who give speeches often script everything, even their jokes and asides. Also, if you're writing for someone else, an outline certainly won't cut it, especially if he or she isn't familiar with the material. Even though it's more work, writing a full script will ensure that your speaker gets the information right and gives an engaging talk. Sixth, write with a conversational tone. 
most of us don't write and speak the same way, and that's okay. But when preparing a speech or presentation, you should try to write the way you speak. You probably use contractions when you're talking. Don't be afraid to use them in your speech writing, too. That last sentence could have sounded stiff if I had said, do not be afraid, to use them in your writing, instead of don't be afraid. A few well-placed jokes or slang terms can help you sound conversational, too, but don't use words or devices you wouldn't normally use. You might sound like you're trying too hard. Remember the frustration of trying to memorize vocabulary and grammar rules, only to find you couldn't actually use the language in real life? Well, there's a better way to learn. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program with millions of users learning 25 different languages, and you can get it on your desktop or as an app on your phone or tablet. Rosetta Stone immerses you in many ways with its intuitive process. It's really different. You pick up the language naturally, first with words, then the phrases, and then with sentences. Plus, with Rosetta Stone's true accent feature, you'll get feedback on how well you're pronouncing words. It's like having a personal trainer for your accent. Don't put off learning that language. There is no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Grammar Girl listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com grammar. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com grammar today. Hey there, if you are a curious person who loves to learn, there's another podcast I think you'll really enjoy. Freakonomics Radio is hosted by best-selling author Stephen Dubner and drives into the hidden side of business, economics, and so much more. He interviews CEOs, historians, and Nobel laureates to explore all kinds of topics, like why using swear words is more important than you think, and the psychology behind why projects are always late. New episodes of Freakonomics Radio are available every week, wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Mignon. Do you need a new literary show to add to your podcast queue? Well, then you definitely want to check out Missing Pages, the chart-topping and Signal Award-winning podcast produced by The Podglomerate. Back for a brand new season, Missing Pages investigates the most pressing topics in the book world today, from the rise of Colleen Hoover and book bans across America to the world of ghostwriting. Not to mention host and acclaimed literary critic Beth Ann Patrick interviews some of the biggest names in the industry, like New York Times bestselling author Jody Pico and Publishers Weekly co-editorial director Jim Milliot. And as The Washington Post and The Guardian said, Missing Pages is a, quote, must listen. And I agree. So don't miss out. Follow Missing Pages today on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening now. Most of us don't listen to ourselves speak, so it can be hard to identify our normal tendencies without help. If you're having trouble, record yourself talking about your topic. You can use your outline if you need a guide, but right now don't worry too much about hitting all your bullet points. Instead, imagine a friend just walked up and said, Have you heard a zombie apocalypse is coming? How would you respond? When you listen to your recording, you'll probably find that you're more wordy when you speak than when you write. 
That's okay, most people are. Also, you may find yourself addressing your friend directly, something that will help you connect with your audience. Seventh, you've probably already heard the advice, know your audience. But when writing a script, it's just as important to consider who will say your words as who will hear them. Of course, if you're writing for yourself, it's easy, but if you're writing for someone else, you may need to adjust your voice and tone. You don't have to imitate the person. He or she will find ways to personalize the material. But do think about who the speaker is and why he or she will be speaking, and don't write in a way that obviously doesn't fit with his or her style. Also, include pronunciation keys for unfamiliar words and names, especially if the presenter isn't a native English speaker. Be sure to put your notes on a different page or in a different font color so your speaker doesn't accidentally work them into the presentation. You may also want to use italics or underlining to highlight important words or points so the speaker knows what to emphasize. If the script will be published somewhere, though, remember to take out all those notes you included to help the speaker. Finally, whether you decide to read your talk, recite it, or speak from an outline, be sure to rehearse. Skipping this step can have disastrous consequences, especially if you're being recorded. In conclusion, writing a speech is different from writing for print or the web. You need to set your audience's expectations. Write in a way that sounds like natural speech. And then once you've written the speech, you need to know it so well that you sound like you're speaking to a friend instead of delivering prepared material. It's scary to put your words out there for people to hear or say, but you can do it. If you care about your topic and speak with passion and authority, others will care about it too. This podcast was written by writer and editor Erica Enoch. Find out more about her at ericaenoch.com. That's E-R-I-K-A-E-N-I-G-K. And I'm Mignon Fogarty. You can find more podcasts about English at quickanddirtytips.com. That's all. Thanks for listening. Hey, it's Mignon. If you want to do more to hone your communication skills, then check out Think Fast, Talk Smart produced by the Stanford Graduate School of Business and hosted by my friend and Stanford lecturer, Matt Abrahams. You may remember Matt from his interview on the show back in September when he shared his top tips for becoming a better writer and speaker. Think Fast, Talk Smart is his Webby award-winning podcast, which has been downloaded 41 million times and has been the number one career podcast in more than 95 countries. So you know it's worth your time. Whether you're making a wedding toast or presenting at work, strong speaking skills are critical to success in business and in life, which is why Matt sits down with experts every week to talk about the best tips to unlock your communication potential. Hear from pros like neuroscientist Andrew Huberman on how to manage speaking anxiety, speechwriter and bestselling author Dan Pink on how to take risks in your communication and psychologist Kelly McGonigal on how to harness nervous energy to fuel powerful presentations. So what are you waiting for? Listen to Think Fast, Talk Smart every Tuesday, wherever you get your podcasts or on YouTube. And tell Matt I said hi.